This is JCF of the Prophets Fix Football Podcast Show, and this is the promotions part of the show. Happy New Year. Check out my daughter in Atlanta, Georgia, inside the 285 perimeter or outside of the 285 perimeter, the best nail technician in all of the state of Georgia or the entirety of the East Coast, however you want to look at it, or in the world. Nails by Amani. Check out Arigato Joey. He is the one that does music for me from time to time on the show. Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. All right. You can also check me out. I am on Amazon for podcasters or Amazon Audible, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, no longer in existence, so you can't find me there. You can find me on YouTube, and you can also find me everywhere on the World Wide Web, whichever podcast platform you utilize utilize it by listening to my show stay tuned a new episode of the province fix football podcast show coming up right now Five oh eight p.m central standard time Approximately 6.08 p.m. Atlantic Eastern Eastern Standard Time. It is 4.08 p.m. Mountain and only 3.08 p.m. Pacific. And Pacific Standard Time at 3.08 right now is very, very, very important on today. And the reason why today's Pacific Standard Time matters more than it does any other Monday of the year Number one versus number two college football playoff national championship game prediction show here at the Providence Picks Football podcast coming up immediately following this final Sunday night football results show of the 2023 NFL season after the first Sunday night of the new year good afternoon early evening wherever you are welcome back to the province picks football podcast sunday night football results show almost said monday night football sunday night football results show it doesn't feel like a monday quite frankly i'll be honest it feels like a wednesday to me but uh yeah everything back to normal as of last night and today kids are back in school Weather is as bipolar as it can be. It is cold once again, and it is the first, uh, well, should I say the second Monday of the new year, as it is just ending, just experiencing the first Sunday of uh, the new year. And uh, uh, all of my happy new years went out all week last week. And on today, hopefully I will get through all of these prediction shows as there are six wild card games for me to predict the winner in if i don't get through all six of them today i will more than likely do three today and three on tomorrow and as you all out there know i'm having some issues right now with my website converting audio to video so uh, I will eventually have all of the primetime prediction shows going all the way back to week. I think it was 16. The result shows for those primetime prediction shows as well as, <clears throat> excuse me, the national championship college football playoff 
2024, January the 8th, today, tonight. And uh, by the way, that game kicks off in about an hour and a half. So game is kicking off 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central, 5.30 Mountain, 4.30 Pacific. So as I tell folks all the time, look, this country runs off East Coast and it is now 3.11 Pacific Standard College Game Day is on. It's the final college game day of the year. Number one, Michigan versus number two, Washington. But in this podcast show, I'm going to talk to you about what I knew was going to happen. And that was the results of the final Sunday night football game of the year. And again, that game on last night, exciting, exhilarating. And the Dolphins did exactly what I knew that they were going to do. In this results show, I will not only give you my thoughts on what happened on last night, but I will, in fact, preview the upcoming wildcard weekend. And I will also give you all of my final numerical records for the 2023 NFL season. Once again, this is the Prophets Picks Football Podcast. Sunday Night Football Results Show Week 18, the final Sunday Night Football Results Show of the 2023 NFL season. It is approximately 2.12 p.m. Alaskan time and 1.12 p.m. Hawaiian Standard Time. Aloha, all of the Hawaiian Islands, the capital of Hawaii, Honolulu. Aloha, 1.12 p.m. Hawaiian Standard Time on a Monday. National Championship Monday in college football and that is January the 8th 2024 and uh, it's going to be a good game it's going to be the purple and bronze goldish type of color for the Washington Huskies versus the gold or maize and blue and yellow or maize and blue and gold so blue and gold versus the purple and gold in this National Championship game, a true number one versus number two coming up in this one. And uh, I will give you who I think is going to win that game in the next few minutes. But first, what happened in the game on last night? Well, as I said a few minutes ago, the Dolphins did exactly what I thought they was going to do. And this is coming from a Dolphins fan, y'all. I'm a Dolphins fan. And uh, in the 16th divisional game of 16 divisional games in week 18 my prediction was buffalo 34 miami 31 final overtime and the actual final was buffalo 21 miami 14 buffalo bills go to 11 and 6 they win the afc east division for the fourth consecutive time in nfl history and i have to self-correct thyself the national championship game i don't know how i forgot this but it's going to be right here in h-town the game is downtown houston about 25 minutes from where i am right now and um it's gonna be played in the home of the houston Texans stadium so i don't know why i forgot that how i forgot that for some strange reason i was thinking that the game was in uh sofi stadium that was last year national championship game between 
the uh, Georgia Bulldogs and the TCU Horn Frogs. And that's a little nice little hint that I'll throw at y'all uh, in the prediction show. And the reason why I said it is because, excuse me, that's the second year in a row we're going to have a team that have the color of purple in their uh, color scheme for their uniforms. Last year was purple, silver, silver and black of TCU. This year it is the purple uh, and a bronze goldish type of color and uh, white for the Washington Huskies. But uh, I have plenty of time to talk about that coming up in a few minutes. Let me just go ahead and talk about the Bills and the Dolphins. Get these two teams out of the way. Dolphins finish the season <clears throat> excuse me, with a record of 7-2. and two. And um, they finish at home with a record of 7-2. and two. Buffalo Bills finish the season uh, on the road with a record of 500 on the road. 4-4. Four and four. There was no score at the end of the first quarter between both of these teams, these bitter rivals from the AFC East. And uh, the Dolphins had the lead at the half, 14 to 7. Going into halftime, it was 14 to 7. Um, both teams made their halftime adjustments. The Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, both came out in the third quarter. Still couldn't take care of business. Both teams, no score in the third quarter. Fourth quarter, 14 points for the Buffalo Bills, no points for the Miami Dolphins and Buffalo Bills 14 points in the fourth quarter, seven points in the second quarter, 21 to 14 Dolphins only scored 14 points in the entirety of the game. Those were in the second quarter. Buffalo Bills won the game. They win the division and Buffalo Bills earned that number two seed, excuse me, in the upcoming 2024 NFL tournament and uh, it's about to get realer than any of y'all thought as the NFL some way somehow without scripting and uh, what what do they like to say putting a fix in the NFL somehow, someway comes up with the best storylines for regular season games, for postseason games, for Super Bowls. And it's like I always say here on my podcast show every once in a while, everything is connected, circle of life, Lion King, right? That's what I always go back to. Here's the reason why I'm going to get into it really quickly. Excuse me. Throat has been bad all day. Um, Pittsburgh and Buffalo, they have played each other over the last few seasons in the regular season. And the Buffalo Bills have just really exposed the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, just opened up cans of beat down upon them, beating them with just really big final scores, just dominating. Okay. The Pittsburgh Steelers in the regular season. That's going to be one of the postseason games this coming weekend. 
Dolphins at Chiefs. We already know because the Dolphins lost last night. They not only dropped from the number two seed and they not only are no longer the AFC East leading champs, Buffalo Bills got that moniker. It was a win and you're in and you're the division champion type of deal last night. Dolphins couldn't pull it off even though they were at home. Dolphins are going to be on the road in Kansas City. We already know what that storyline is. You have a tropical climate football team on the road facing a team that is in the heart of this country, this great country of ours. Snowstorms, weather is already a factor, by the way. It's freezing here in Houston. And Tyreek Hill, former Kansas City Chief wide receiver. Chiefs got it done without him last year. Chiefs were exposed this year. We saw how much they were able to get it done without Tyreek Hill this year. So one year, Tyreek Hill, no Tyreek Hill, no problem. Second year, no Tyreek Hill, big problem. And it's a team sport. Tyreek Hill had his drops last night. But uh, at the end of the day, Tyreek Hill with Tua, a Tyreek Hill with Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking Tyreek Hill with Patrick Mahomes. That's what I'm thinking, even though I'm a Dolphins fan. And that's going to be the storyline in that game. Uh, the next storyline <clears throat> is, of course, Green Bay Packers at the Dallas Cowboys. <clears throat> and the Green Bay Packers, man, uh, will they have the third consecutive franchise quarterback to play for 12 to 15 years in Green Bay and get at least one Super Bowl just like Aaron Rodgers did before Jordan Love just like Brett Favre did before Aaron Rodgers is that going to happen not only that Dallas and Green Bay they got a little bit of postseason uh, history too so something to think about Tampa Bay and Philadelphia met each other in the regular season, Monday Night Football. I talked a little bit about this. I believe it was on yesterday during the Saturday Night Football <clears throat> results show. And uh, that's the storyline that they have. Uh, Baker Mayfield played uh, late an egg and played like a dud in that first meeting in the regular season. However, Philadelphia Eagles got banged up. And Philadelphia Eagles went into the postseason last year, the number one seed. Philadelphia Eagles going to the postseason this year, the number five seed. They're on the road this weekend. The only way they will not be on the road next weekend. And this is the only way that this is going to happen, folks. Is if Green Bay beats Dallas, Philly beats Tampa, And the Rams beat the Detroit Lions. If all of the road teams in the NFC win, the lowest remaining seed will go on the road to Santa Clara, California for the divisional playoff round. That would have to be the Green Bay Packers. The lowest remaining seed will take on the number one seed. So it'll be the number one seed versus the number seven seed. And then the Eagles will be at home against the Rams. That is the only way that the Eagles are going to have a home game in the postseason. Other than that, the Eagles' last home game was two weeks ago when they lost 
um, to the, I believe it was the, uh, when the Eagles lost, who did the Eagles lose to in week 17? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Finning lost to the Arizona Cardinals. How could I forget that? So, unfortunately, Eagles fans, miracles on 35th Street. In Green Bay and in, uh, should I say, in Dallas and in Detroit have to be performed in order for the Eagles to have one home postseason game. Literally all of the lower seeds have to win. Seeds number five, six, and seven. They all have to win at on the road this upcoming weekend in Dallas, Detroit, and Tampa. And it is postseason NFL football, and we are jacked. That's the only way the Eagles can have a home game. All right, the final storyline for this upcoming weekend. And trust me, Texans and Browns, both of their storylines are amazing. I will get into that in their prediction show alone for the sake of time because I do have to give you all the winner between number one and number two, Michigan and Washington. Um, again, to be played within the next hour. Kickoff is in the next hour, excuse me. The game is going to be stretched out for a good four and a half to five hours because commercials got to sell their products and the game is at uh, NRG Stadium here in Houston, Texas. Um, NCAA has got to build up momentum for next season. Uh, Mr. Pat McAfee, he's got to get his bones in. I see he's there right now with his cowboy hat on. I don't think he's had a cowboy hat on literally all season long. I think maybe one time on college game day. National championship game is presented by AT&T. They got to get their money worth out of this game tonight. So this game is going to be a long game and more than likely nine times out of 10. My old behind will be going to bed way before they are halfway through third quarter because the college football national championship game has become a lot like the Super Bowl and the spectacle that the Super Bowl is. However, NFL is the NFL. <clears throat> college football is college football. And with that being said, Matthew Stafford, born in Texas, played high school football in Texas, committed to the University of Georgia, drafted by the Detroit Lions, 12 years in Detroit, traded to the Rams, won a Super Bowl his first year as a Los Angeles Ram. Los Angeles Ram Matthew Stafford returning back to Detroit where he played 12 years. One of the toughest son of a guns in all of NFL history. <clears throat> Franchise quarterback Matthew Stafford and his wife is probably tougher than he is. I'll talk about that in that prediction show. For the sake of time, that is a tough family, the Stafford family. Matthew Stafford's tough. His spouse is tough. Their unity is tough. And uh, their story is amazing. And there's miracles, signs and wonders all over their lives and all in their story. And I will talk more about that uh, later on, uh, either today or tomorrow, whenever I get to that prediction show. And look, this is what I tell people all the time. The NFL and college football, there are just so many God-connected stories for these players, the roads to success, the roads that are less traveled, 
for some of these guys, the roads that are more traveled, everybody has a different set of shoes that they walk in to get to the pinnacle of their career, the pinnacle of their success. And for Matthew Stafford, his spouse in the Rams, man, they couldn't find the success that they got with the Los Angeles Rams a few years ago when they won the Super Bowl to be the second team in NFL history for the second year in a row to win the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Something I never thought I would live to see. I saw it during the COVID year with Brady against the Chiefs. And then I saw it again the following year. It was like back-to-back miracles. But as I also always like to say here on the show, yeah, God's not concerned about the NFL. Uh, NFL and sports in general is nowhere near, anywhere near the mind of God. But uh, miracles do happen. And the NFL two years in a row got something that it never got and that is home teams winning the Super Bowl um, and the reason why you can't say it's scripted is because Brady and the Bucks blew the Chiefs off the football field the Bengals and Rams that was a close game and anybody knows NFL history the Bengals always end up losing the Super Bowl but losing it very close Being, getting close but not close enough right <clears throat> so Dolphins got close, but not close enough on last night. They did exactly what I said that they were going to do. They lost. And I'm glad I did not be a fan on last night. I was a realistic, uh, unbiased viewer. And I wanted the Dolphins to win, but they lost. And uh, it was 21-14 to 14 was the final. I was right. I picked Buffalo to win, but I said they were winning overtime 34-31. And uh, good game on last night. Congratulations to Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. My Sunday night football record on the year is not 14-4. and four. Let me fix this. I just realized I put down the wrong record for myself. Um, talking about cheating yourself. Uh, my record on Sunday night football before last night was 14-3. and three. I got the game right on last night, so I don't know why I did that. I guess I did that in the hopes that the Dolphins were going to come back and win. Because I wrote that down uh, last night before I went to bed. So I was either out of it or I was hoping that the Dolphins would win. But yeah, my record in prime time is 15-3. and three. And if you don't believe me, you can go back and listen to the Sunday Night Football results show for week 17. Sunday Night Football record on the year is 15-3. and three. Uh, My best Sunday Night Football results ever after the end of a season. Thursday Night Football, 14-3. and three. Monday Night Football was the worst ever, 8-11. and 11. Primetime, all primetime nights can um, um, combine. Saturday night included. Saturday nights, I went 4-0. and oh. And with that being said, those four Saturday nights got me to 40-17 and 17 in primetime. In week 18 on Sunday in the daytime, on yesterday, I went 6-7. and seven. And then last but certainly not least, my overall record on the year, 164 games predicted correctly. 105 games predicted incorrectly. The reason why I got so many games wrong this year, I have to remind you all, there's an asterisk by this season for me. This season, I forgot to give y'all the winner between Carolina and Detroit. I don't know what happened. 
It was early on in the season. It was around the middle of September, I think it was. Somehow, some way, I missed predicting the winner of that game. My eyes got distracted, and my mind and my eyes and my heart was somewhere else with the Detroit and the Carolina Panthers game. Beg your pardon. No, the Ravens and the uh, Arizona Cardinals game. I forgot that one. And then during those issues outside of the podcast and outside of my job, uh, I didn't predict a Sunday night football game and a Monday night football game. And that's nobody's fault but my own that I missed all four of those. But that first one, I don't know how I missed that one. The other three, I know how I missed those. Now, those are just the prediction shows. So it was four uh, prediction shows that I missed. Two of those was primetime. Two of those was on Sundays. And it happened. It happened. Um, I think I did result shows, though, for those mispredicted games. And I was honest with everyone out there because even though I didn't do the prediction shows, I still knew who I was going to pick and I got them wrong. So in the results shows of that particular week, I don't remember which week it was. I did, in fact, uh, mark myself as I got this game wrong and I got that game wrong. I think it was back to back Sunday night and Monday night. I got both of them wrong. But yeah. That was last year. Last year's over with. It's the past. That's neither here nor there. The game on last night, the Dolphins had a total of 48 offensive snaps on nine offensive drives. You cannot expect to have only 48 snaps and beat the Buffalo Bills. And I'm going to break this down for you in a moment to tell you why that is. Nine offensive drives, 48 offensive snaps. Producing 16 first downs, nine of those 16 first downs through the air, got you only 14 points. Dolphins averaged only 5.7 yards per play. The reason why you can't expect to win against the Buffalo Bills, or quite frankly, any postseason team with only 48 snaps, is because the Buffalo Bills had nine total offensive drives, just like the Miami Dolphins, but they had 77 total snaps. For 26 first downs, 14 of those 26 through the air, getting 21 points, 7 points more than their opponent to win the game, averaging 6.1 yard per play, 473 total yards for the Buffalo Bills. Once again, compared to my Miami Dolphins, 275 total yards. The only reason why the Dolphins even have a prayer to win against the Kansas City Chiefs this coming weekend excuse me, is because the Chiefs offense this season has not been good. With that being said, the Miami Dolphins played the Kansas City Chiefs during the regular season over in Germany. Kansas City Chiefs handled the Dolphins and that defense handled Tyreek Hill very well. So I thought I wanted to bring, I thought I should bring that up. All right. Dolphins, two turnovers last night. Tua Tungvaluwa lost the game. It was Tua Tungvaluwa's fault. He threw the last interception to end the game for the Miami Dolphins. You had a game-tying, possible game-winning drive. If you go for two, you win the football game, 22-21. Tua Tungvaluwa threw an interception. It wasn't Tua time. It was go in the locker room, shut your mouth, Hold your heads down, look at your shoelaces, and move forward, lick your wounds, prepare 
to go to negative five degree weather in Kansas City, Missouri, Arrowhead Stadium, home of the defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. That's what you should have done last night. You don't hold your head high. Not after that crap. I'm sorry. You just don't. Four penalties for 29 yards. Pretty clean game for the Dolphins. Time of possession, though. 21 minutes and 53 seconds for the Dolphins. Buffalo Bills, six penalties, 41 yards in penalty yardage. Buffalo Bills gave you an opportunity to win the football game. However, the changing of momentum in that game on last night was the punt return for a touchdown by former New Orleans Saint Deontay Hardy, baby. Number 11. I still don't think he's fast as the cheetah, but he's fast enough. Punt return for a touchdown. After that, it was all Buffalo Bills. <clears throat> all Buffalo Bills. But still, Josh Allen, two interceptions thrown, and the Buffalo Bills had a fumble loss. However, special teams picked up the offense, picked up the defense, punt return for a touchdown, time of possession, 38 minutes and 7 seconds, and as I get ready to end this show, Joshua Allen, 30 completions, about 30, man, for 38 y- on 38 attempts, excuse me, 359 yards passing, 15 carries, 67 yards rushing, averaged 9.4 yards per completion, two touchdown passes, two interceptions thrown. He was sacked three times for a loss of 14 yards, an overall quarterback rating of 101.6. Josh Allen is just... Woo! Amazing. Um, and then Tua Tungvaloa, 17 for 27, 173 yards passing, 6.4 yards was the average per completion, a touchdown, two interceptions thrown, and an overall rating of 62.7. Uh, Devon Achan, or Achan, sorry, Devon, uh, rushing touchdown last night. Dolphins as a team ran for over 108 yards. Buffalo Bills did not have a rushing touchdown last night. However, the Buffalo Bills did, in fact, have over 120 100 yards rushing, a total of 128. Hundred and five receiving yards for Mr. Khalil Shakir. I didn't realize that last night. Trent Shortfield, touchdown reception. Dawson Knox. Love that last name. Touchdown reception. Bills as a team, 359 receiving yards. Dolphins as a team, 173 receiving yards. Tyreek Hill, the only one to get a receiving touchdown. He hit a backflip afterwards. David Long Jr., 10 total tackles, 8 solo. Deshaun Elliott, 10 uh, total, 6 solo, a pass defense. Teron Johnson for the Buffalo Bills, 9 total. Uh, Terrell Bernard, who took over for uh, uh, Tremont Edmonds, uh, the former uh, middle linebacker, 6'5", 243-pound middle linebacker, who is now in Chicago with the Bears. Uh, He has done a splendid job this year as he's taken over that role. And he had three solo tackles last night. Teron Johnson, the former Houston Texan. It still boggles my mind that the Houston Texans had this kid. And this kid has been 
in Buffalo for like, it seems like he's been in Buffalo for 10 years. Teron Johnson at cornerback. <clears throat> Excuse me. Again, throat has been bad all day. And not only that, Teron Johnson, he literally has a linebacker type of statistics defensively every single week. And the good thing about Mr. Johnson, he has overcome all of the injuries that he had early on in his career. He is a player. He's a baller. Uh, Former uh, Los Angeles Rams, speaking of the Rams, Taylor Rapp, an interception in the game last night. Christian Benford uh, got the interception last night. The first one, Taylor Rapp got that second one to end the game off of Tua Tagovailoa. And then Eli Apple and Deshaun Elliott for the Miami Dolphins. Elliott, former Dallas Cowboy. Eli Apple, been with the Giants, been with the Saints, been with the Bengals. He's now with the Miami Dolphins. And he got an interception on last night. And that is your show. That is the final Sunday Night Football results show for the 2023 NFL season. After the first Sunday in the new year. Enjoy the National Championship game tonight. Coming up next, National Championship prediction show. Number one, Michigan versus number two, Washington. The purple and bronze and gold versus the maize and blue and gold. Who will come out on top? Will it be the Harbaugh family as the head coach for the Michigan Wolverines or Will it be the Deborah family for the Washington Huskies? I like Huskies as dogs. A lot of people say that they look demonic and evil, but I, I don't think so. It's just the breeding that they are. They are a direct connection to wolves. So uh, all dogs are a direct connection to wolves. Anybody that knows animal history. But anyways, talk about that another time. I was right on last night for the final time. Hope you all enjoyed the Providence Picks Football Podcast show during the regular season. Postseason is still to come. And I hope you enjoyed all the result shows. The fifth season was, as every season has been, fun, a roller coaster ride. And uh, to all of my listeners, thank you. Don't forget the YouTube channel will be up and back to normal. Uh, hopefully by the end of this week, as I get all of the videos, I got to do a little bit of overtime and getting these videos uploaded. But uh, yeah, my record at the end of the season, which was last night, 164 games correct, 105 incorrect. And again, let's not forget, I missed four prediction shows. Who knows? Could have been 168. Everybody stay safe out there. Enjoy the National Championship game. Stay tuned. National Championship 2024 College Football Playoff. Washington versus Michigan in downtown Houston. That prediction show is now.